Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, look, I'm going to give it to you the way they gave it to me. Little homie, ain't nothing changed but the weather. It changed, but the weather. Listen, you could control CV this to any any decade, fam. This is 30s in Brooklyn. This is 70s and 80s in LA. This is Detroit. This is New York. This is Russia, bruh, China, anywhere. Tale is old this time. I said in a poem once that history got bars. What I'm trying to say is that it rhymes. Get it? You and your boys, you and your homies, you know what I'm saying? Y'all tired of not being up. You tired of them them kids picking on y'all, man, taking your bikes, taking your lunch money, always running around here like they run this whole city, like they run this whole town, like they run the school, man. It's just getting old. You know what I mean? You just watching them like, man, like this can't, this can't, this can't be what the rest of my childhood going to be like. You know, and one day you decide, you and your homies decide, like, look, man, at some point we're going to have to do something about this. Like, you're not going to chase me home every day. These these fools got all the girls. They coming in school dipping. You know what I'm saying? Like, the new feelers. You feel me? The new Reeboks. You know what I'm saying? They got their Adidas tracksuits. You know, I don't, you know, they, they got the pure player kimonos. You know, wherever we are. Them fools always dipping. Got the baddest girls. It's just like, man, I'm tired of this, dog. Like. I want to be up. I'm tired of being not being up. One of your homeboys is really charismatic, though. 
you know, he 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 know how to talk and he just and you could see him that 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 fool just fuming. He like and you could tell he's scheming, you know what I mean? Like, man, I'm I'm man, I'm tired of all this. Like, no, we're gonna do something about this. And then he go talk to the homies down the street, you know what I mean? And even some homies on the other side of the on the other side of the tracks, you looking at them like, hey man, like, ain't you tired of this? Like, why we gotta live? Like, I oh, mean, I'm not finna live like this no more. You know what I mean? Like. So you got to wait for the right place at the right time where you decide, listen, you're not taking my bike no more. You know, you put the put the monkey wrench in the backpack or the or the or the, or the burner in the backpack. You know, you got you got the blicky, whatever it is. It's like, listen, dog, like this not happening no more. And this real charismatic friend of yours, you could tell he don't look scared like the rest of us. He paying attention. That nigga watching. And he watching for the things that I told y'all you supposed to watch for in the same way when you about to get jumped. You need to look at who's really in charge, who really could take a punch, who can't take a punch. Right. Because if you about to get jumped, like I said, you probably going to get mopped. But the one thing you can't do is nothing. And what you need to do is you need to fire on one of them and get out of there. But what you need to pick is yeah, sometimes it's the loudest, dude. Right. But what you need to do is you need to pay attention to who really in charge. A lot of times it's the man standing on the side of the street. That's not in that circle with you. That's the one standing. That's the one in charge. But you need to pick one of the biggest dudes, one of the one of the ones that you like. OK, that, and if you fire on him hard enough on her, let's be real. You fire on her hard enough. You got to pick one that's going to make the other ones question. Because if you show you not scared and you pop the one that they all think is the best fighter, the rest of them going to think twice. And that's going to give you that split second to get out of there. You know what I'm saying? But he watching. And when he watching, he watching closely. And then he start noticing, you know what? They don't all get along. That man crew, that crew that's up, they don't all get along. One of them don't like them they, other niggas. And then you start noticing as, as you watching, like you watching, paying more attention, you start noticing, hey, you know what? A lot of them niggas can't fight. You know, these parties ain't what they say they are. You know, you we pulling up to these parties. We, you, we thinking, man, they balling. They got everything up. You know, they got money. They getting money. They getting the girls. You start noticing, you know what? Some of this don't, some, I don't, I don't think this is what they say it is. It might have been, you know, maybe you got an older brother, you got an older sister, you know what I'm saying? Like me, for me, I my sister was six years older than me. So like maybe, maybe they was hot when she was my age. You know what I'm saying? But I'm like, you, you, they little brothers, you, they little sisters. And like, y'all not, okay. You know, I'm, I'm starting to see cracks in the armor here. Maybe it's not, well, maybe it's not what y'all say it is. So you pick the right day and you know, any given Sunday, any day, anybody can get it. It's anybody's game. You pick the right party where the right people are there and you and your crew roll up and you decide, listen, it's some new bosses in town. We done with this. And you know, you weren't even invited to this party because you're not cool enough. But you know what? You don't get to decide who's cool and who's not. You crash that party. Mop them fools. Just that day, that day that was just y'all's day, you mopped them fools, right? And now, and everybody saw, a whole hood was there, even some other hoods from down the street, them niggas, everybody saw them dudes, it was like, and then, and then now they start questioning, like, hey, who these young, who these young boys? What, do y'all be throwing parties? Yeah, we be throwing parties. Yeah, we be kicking it. You know what I'm saying? And now, and now everybody else going, wait a minute now, y'all, you know. We was only rolling with these fools because they was up. We thought this was good. Maybe, you know, we was kind of wondering if they really wasn't as up as they say they were. You know what I'm saying? Maybe still, let's start. What's up with y'all? What y'all got going? The problem is you ain't got nothing going. <laughs> you was just tired of getting bullied, but now it's time to build. Oh, man. 
what you need to build. Okay, you need to sit down with your boys. It's like, all right, now, okay, we we got we got a victory under. We showed we wasn't no punks. We showed we ain't no easy come ups. All right, now we need to get out in the field. You know what I'm saying? Like how you got how you got to get out in the field. You no, know, we got to make money. We need to go get this money. What 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 we doing? What we doing? We we pushing P. You know what I'm saying? We 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 doing? We getting these? We selling these guns? We selling these pills? We selling these these bricks? What we doing? You know what I'm saying? Well, you, I mean, we, we breaking in the cars, we doing home invasions and your, your charismatic leader going, you know what, nigga, it's all of the above. You know what I'm saying? By any means necessary, all money in. You feel me? Like we're going to make, we're going to get this, we're going to get this right, but we're going to do it different. You know what I'm saying? Like we're going to get in, we're going to get out. You feel me? We're going we gonna to establish all kind of other stuff. We're going to make sure everybody eats. You feel me? But, but, but if we're going to do that, we need these people to understand that we are not to be effed with. I need a shooter. Some argue that you need a sociopath. In your circle. <laughs> I mean, going back all the way to hunter gather African Savannah, you need somebody in your crew that is like, listen, uh, Aunt Carolyn slowing us down. Aunt Carolyn gonna get gonna get us all ate by lions. We need to go. On, we need to go and leave Aunt Carolyn because we all gonna die. You need somebody that just like. <laughs> That just has no moral compass. You understand what I'm saying? That's like, I hop out the whip right now, shoot this nigga in front of his child and his mama. You need somebody that's like, listen, like this nigga in and out of juvie. I'm not afraid of nobody. You know, the the, 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 the kid that's like, yeah, that's jumping off the roof into the pool that never thought twice about it when we was kids. Just the, the, that just you just looking at him like you don't fear anything do you so you need some shooters somebody that's like all right nah but that shooter need guns well how you gonna get guns nigga y'all junior hires how you gonna get this work how you gonna get this weight you know what i'm saying well you need some big homies you need some help so you need to start looking around at like some of these other crews around here and it's like hey man like listen if we just roll together man let me do look look i got the juice right now let me just you feel me let's just let's just see what we could do and them niggas on the side like y'all got guns man all right I'll be on, but you know what I'm saying? Like, you could borrow from us. You feel me? Like, you want to pay us back? It's like, yeah, nigga, we got it. You know what I'm saying? We on. You start throwing these dope parties, getting fly girls. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody, now you up. You feel me? You up. You know? You up. You get money coming in. You know what I'm saying? You got fools on every corner. You started, like, sending people across town. Look, look. One of the homies got in trouble with their mama and their mama moving them to another state, to another dynasty, you know, to another province. You feel me? And you like, yo, just take the work over there. You feel me? Like, we'll make it work. You know what I'm saying? But we up though. But sometimes that up to stay up, man, you need that violence. You need that violence. You need that money. And you need that dedication. You need to start teaching these young dudes. Like, yo, we building something. It's our block, man. Like, ride or die. Is you a rider or not, man? Like, so then you start doing stuff like branding them, like giving them tattoos. Like, let me help you feel like you in. You know what I'm saying? But after that, y'all gonna get old. Y'all gonna get popped. Y'all gonna start dying. So you need some new booty. You need some young niggas. You need some young, you know, some YGs. That's what that stands for, young young gangster. You know what I'm saying? You need some YGs. You got OGs, you need YGs. You know what I'm saying? You got to convince them like they buying into something bigger than them. You got to start, for using academia, you got to start myth making. You got to start legendary. You got to start telling these war stories. You feel me? Because you building something. You part of something. You give them flags, man. Put that rag on their head. You know, initiating ceremonies. You know what I'm saying? Bar mitzvahs. Inner city bar mitzvahs. You feel me? Like, that's when you get jumped in. You know what I'm saying? You getting jumped in, man. It's family. It's my grandma, my daddy. You know what I'm saying? My uncle, everybody. Like, this is what we do, man. We been up. You know what I'm saying? You got to hold down the fort. 
But eventually what's going to happen is once you start birthing people who wasn't a part of the build, man, all they know is up. All they know is money coming in. All you know is this stuff working. All you know is you the bullies on the block. You don't take nobody serious. You don't understand why them, why these all heads all talking about, man, my day, we used to knuckle up. Not all this shooting, y'all internet bangers. Y'all little corny ass niggas, y'all out here trying to rap. Y'all niggas is rappers. Nigga, we gangsters. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you like, yeah, we rappers. Like, what did you, I mean, yeah, we getting this money. Nigga, y'all, y'all net bangers. Y'all, I don't understand you niggas. You know what I'm saying? Y'all just talk, man, that's, look, look, in my day, nigga, we rolled up on, you know what I'm saying? Nigga, we, we, we hopped out the whip, shoot. It's like, all right, man, old ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, then it's just start getting, oh, you don't want, whatever, nigga, we up, we get money. You know what I'm saying? You got dudes wearing opposite colors. You know what I'm saying? You hanging out with other people. It's like, man, what's wrong with y'all? This don't work like this. Like, man, we getting money, man. Don't worry about it, dog. We getting money. But are you getting money? Is that real money? Because a lot of the work you selling was fronted and it was fronted because of the work of the OGs. When I say fronted the work, that meant that like I gave you this brick on credit. You ain't broker that deal with them vatos. You wasn't in the pen with that Laeme dude. Well, you made friends with like Carlos Martinez over there, you know, on the east side. You know what I'm saying? He get it from Mexico, from the cartel down there. You ain't broker that deal. You know what I'm saying? Juan Carlo don't know you. Oh, he trusts your big brother, but he don't know you. You wasn't tapped in with them Russians. You know what I'm saying? You don't know Vladimir, nigga. You have to pay this stuff back. You just been paying installments. At some point, somebody going to come and be like, where my money? You going to mess around and confuse a Mexican for an El Salvadorian. You going <laughs> you gonna to mess with Maltrucha. Mess around, step into a whole war on some stuff you don't understand because you just thought they both spoke Spanish. Nigga, you like, listen, y'all too busy partying. Y'all balling out. You're not paying attention to the streets. It's some hungry dudes out there. Are oh, you good, man? Look, look, look. Give me one more brick. Let me push that and I'll give, I'll give it all back to you. Well, no, no, homie, I need my money. So then what do you usually do? Well, if that's the case, somebody say, oh, I need my money. Like, look, 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 let me get real hood on you. You know, your mama used to write a check and then say, hey, listen, don't, don't, don't cash that till Tuesday. Yourself say, why? Because the money ain't in the account. You cash it right now, that mug gonna bounce. You feel me? <laughs> or they start putting the electric bill in their kids' names. You know what I'm saying? Kids grow up because the electric bill done turned off uh, by your name. So now, like, niggas grow up, they 16 years old with bad credit because the light bill been in their name three times. You ain't got it. Let me give you something a little more modern. You know what I'm saying? Like you out, you, you know, you out with your homies, y'all at dinner, you gonna swipe your card. You swiping your card, praying that mug go through. Cause you know good and doggone well you ain't got money in that account. That swiper not real. That ain't real money in there. That swipe is only as good as the bank say it is. And sometimes the bank will be like, just like the connect. Yeah, I'll, I'll front you that. It's going to cost you, though. It, it costs you in overdraft fees. It costs you in compound interest. That's how I mean, that's how credit work, right? Like you swipe that card. It's like, yeah, I got you. But I'm going to need it later. So what do most people do when they get in trouble with credit? They borrow from somebody else. To pay the first person back. And then that other person they borrow from, they borrow from somebody else, pay the other person back. Some point they're going to need their money. 
somebody in your crew ain't liking what you do. They start noticing, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, this getting a little, y'all, y'all, y'all a little sloppy. I don't like how you running this. It's a little, you know what I'm saying? Like, matter of fact, man, it seemed like, it seemed like the only people getting money is, is y'all old niggas. We out in the field. These young dudes is out in the field. We the one dodging bullets. We the one out here recruiting these. We the one breaking in the cars. We the ones getting misdemeanor charges. We the ones doing five years. We the ones, we the ones on probation. We the ones on house arrest. You niggas is sitting nice out in the hills just collecting checks from us. This shit ain't gonna work no more. And guess what? Some other little niggas is watching. They watching this happen. Y'all got this wealth gap inside of your own crew. And it's somebody who y'all been bullying, who y'all been running up on, who y'all been hitting licks on, who's about tired of y'all. And the cycle continues. Empires come and go, y'all. How much a dollar costs? Hood politics. politics. All right, so welcome to another How Much a Dollar Cost episode, which is essentially just economics. Today, we're going to talk macroeconomics. Y'all know I have an education background, I say it all the time, uh, specifically in history and social sciences. And I loved, I think in a lot of ways, like ancient history for a number of reasons. One, I just thought the stuff was cooler. I like the fact that it was just less familiar. But there's one thing that every historian, anybody that studies history, politics, economics, whatever it is in a macro sense, understands. Nobody stays up. No one. I've said once history got bars in a rap. You know what I mean is like it be rhyming. It's not the same. Of course, there's differences, but things take on particular patterns. And when you're looking at stuff from a macro sense, from a whole history perspective, you can essentially start graphing things that by and large kind of fit this pattern. A lot of times that's what history and economics are doing. They just look at the patterns. It doesn't mean that it's always going to go this way, but it means that you can, it's a safe bet. And here's what I know about empires. They come and go. They got about, I know I've said this before, and please, please, please go pull my receipts. Empires run about 200, 250 years. They crash. Empires fall. And if you think America ain't an empire, you tripping. And if you think we can't fall, you done believed the propaganda. propaganda. Pun intended. If you think you, if you think America ain't gonna collapse, you believe the cap. Cause that is all cap. They all fall. Every empire falls. It all falls down. I'm telling you. Maybe I should change his name. First, I was calling this episode, ain't nothing changed but the weather. But I think the idea of it all falls down, it might be better. Yeah, it continues. Like, they all do it. And if you are willing to, like, really look at it and understand sort of indicators, and that's what a lot of, like, economists doing. They looking for indicators. They not saying this is what always going to be. And a lot, again, they all don't agree. We said that in the first How Much a Dollar Cost episode. Everybody don't agree. But these indicators are just that. They're like indicators symptoms you know 
person's uh, heart rate is way too high when they're resting, that's an indicator that this person might not be in shape or something, something not right. You know what I'm saying? Person's uh, left hand be tingling. That's an indicator or something. You, you know what I'm saying? Somebody, you know, they digestion be weird. That's an indicator or something. You know, I, I can't predict that that means you're going to die in six months. You know what I'm saying? But there are things that would make us say that like, yo, unless you make some changes, this finna crash quicker. Now, whoever up always comes down. And the question ain't, will you come down? The question is how fast and how long you going to stay up? All you could do is postpone it. So today I'm going to give y'all some 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 macroeconomics. Ray uh, Dalio, I don't even know if I'm saying his name right, but he has he's an he's an economist, a brilliant, brilliant dude. He has a, a, a book out called Principles of Dealing with the Changing World Order. A dope like there's actually like even a short like maybe like a 45 minute like animated YouTube video breakdown of what he's talking about in the in the book. But I wanted to bring it to y'all. You know, in my voice, because he gave actual numbers to the stuff I was trying to tell y'all. You know what I'm saying? When I'm like, yo, it like read the tea leaves because like every historian is, remember I said before, is flaring their arms around going, guys, yo, this is, these are the things. These are the indicators. We're here. We finna crash and burn. Now, like I said before, there's life. There's such thing as, there is such thing as the Dutch there is such thing as Britain and the UK. They used to be up. They not up no more. There's such things as Russia. They used to be up. They not up no more. They fighting to get back up right now. But life goes on after an empire crashes. There are such things as the Greeks. You know what I'm saying? But you need to pay attention to what's happening. Now, why when you're experiencing these living through these like empires rising and falling, you feel like you special? Just like when you in the hood, remember I said like, oh, we're going to do things different. It feels like the things that are happening are so new and exciting or so terrifying and shocking is because it just ain't happened in your lifetime. I don't know do you, how many of y'all was alive during the Great Depression. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how many who listen to this remembers World War One. You know what I'm saying? Like we don't, none of us was here for the Revolutionary War. None of us was here for the Civil War. That stuff seemed, it's so ancient and you just think, nah, it's different. And it is, but it be rhyming. So today I want to talk about a few indicators that this book kind of lays out to help you get your brain around what I mean by this. So this is, again, this is some this is some game. This is some economic stuff. Uh, we st I still want y'all to understand why everybody bugging out about stock markets, inflation, all this stuff that to me, for most of my life, just flew over my head. All right, let's take a break. Bring the track in.
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Okay, dope. Now we back. Check it. So according to the content that I'm giving y'all from, like I said, uh, Ray Dalio's Changing of the World Order. First of all, let me lay out what I mean by the world order. Who we mean is like empires. Who on top? Now, I'm saying this from a black perspective, which means that like most of the time, ain't nobody counting on Africa right now because that's how y'all do. You know what I'm saying? White supremacy abounds. We not talking Ghana, Mali, Songhai. We not talking Egyptian, Ethiopian, Dogons. We're not talking any of those empires for this particular talk. But I would bet that they run, if people are people, they probably run on a similar uh, story arc. But that's not what we're talking about right now. We're going to go back and talk like the last like 500 years. The way we can understand that has to do with the concept of capitalism as we know it. Where commodities, the dollar, whatever dollar, whatever version of your nation or your empire's dollar is, the way y'all was getting money, how y'all maintain money and how y'all maintain power and then how that power started waning and falling and then how the next nigga got up. So world order basically means which empire is up. We've been calling ourselves in America a superpower. Now, that's really just because we just own now. And that's the point we trying to make here. And as you know, we wasn't always on. And we ain't gonna always be on, which is what we talking about. You know how we know? Because at one point the Dutch was on. Who knocked the Dutch off? The British. Who knocked the British off? 
us. Who gonna knock us off? Some people think China. I don't know. Let's get to it, though. Now, what constitutes being up? A lot of it has to do with, again, we use an economic theory. You know what I'm saying? It has to do with your, your currency. Is this the currency everybody mess with? It, does your, is your currency dominant over everybody else's currency? Is your weight weightier than everybody else's weight? And do you got the muscle? Do you got the goons to make sure that that's what happening? Don't nobody run through this city unless they run through us. You got to tap in with us. No matter what you're doing across the world, you got to tap in with us. No matter what you're doing across the hood, you got to tap in with us. You ain't co-signed with us. If we ain't stamped you, it don't matter. Now, this current this current order we in, like I said, who up? America became top of the food chain. Everybody you got to tap into after World War II for a number of reasons. One, because Britain was broke, who were up at that time. Y'all remember that little island colonized everywhere. They was up. They pound, the pound ruled everything. Eventually, it took us that long. But at the end of World War II, after they was broke, we showed that we got our squabbles. You know what I'm saying? And then at Bretton Woods Agreement, 1944, they agreed that like, listen, man, currency got to look. If you're going to use currency, let's just use ours. Ours got the tallest. So then we got to control the central bank of the world, which we still control now. It's called the reserve currency. It's the currency that's pretty much accepted everywhere, wherever you go. You know what I'm saying? Somebody going to take your dollar. Mostly. But it wasn't always like that. So according to this book, there's this thing that, that uh, Ray is calling. I call him Ray like he's a homie. He's calling the big cycle. And the big cycle is, again, a rough estimate as to this 200 to 250 year life cycle of an empire. You could lay this on the Dutch, um, the British and ourselves and probably who coming next. Now, that story I told you in the beginning of it. In the beginning of this podcast about that hood getting up, it's that. It's the same cycle. What starts off is, you know, you got these, you got this, this rough upstart of a country, a civilization, you know, a real charismatic leader, a la George Washington, you know what I'm saying, and the founding fathers, who realized that, like, listen, man, we not taking all this shit from 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 the British no more. We tired of all this. We want our own. And then you start scrapping. And then you establish your own place. Like, look, this who we are. So that's the establishment. The next step is a part of what we would call the peace and prosperity era. And then the next is like, you know, then you start producing a lot of stuff. And uh, and when you start producing, you start borrowing too much money. You start borrowing too much money. You start creating a big old wealth gap. Right. Once you create a big old wealth gap, you got to real you realize it like, yo, I'm spending more money than I have. So that means I got to start printing money. And once you start printing money, you know what I'm saying? Now the cost of stuff go up and the wealth gap starts growing. And when there's a wealth gap, then the natives get restless, my nigga. And at some point, you're going to have to pay them debts back. And when them debtors come for their money, then you have what's called an economic downturn. And the way to fix and pay them debts is you got to pretend like you got the money. Oh, I got it. I'm just going to keep keep swiping my car. I'll pay this fool to pay that fool. I'll borrow from there to borrow from there. You know what I'm saying? But the only way to protect your money in the hard time, you got to start building up. You got you need some goons. You need some goons to build up and protect everybody because while you up, you know, when you on top of the hill, everybody coming for you. So you got to make sure you got this big power. You spending most of your money on your defense and on your luxuries. And then there become this political infighting. And usually what happens is somebody leads towards a populist or a totalitarian ruler that can like, look, I'll calm everybody down. I get this stuff together. But everybody outside who you've been stepping on for this whole time is watching y'all. And while we going through all these in-house debates, we can't get our shit together. The enemy watching. 
and they getting strong and they about to start the same cycle that we own. You got it? Now let's put the pieces on the puzzle. How do you measure how up a nation is? How you measure how up an empire is? Well, according to this, these here go your markers for it. Your your education. Are y'all y'all schooling the youngins? Are you innovating? Are y'all building dope shit? And that type of stuff creates good myths, good buy-ins, good feelings of belonging. Are y'all competitive in the market? Can anybody mess with your stuff? You got the best product or not? Are y'all outputting it? Like y'all putting it in the streets? It's getting everywhere. You feel me? Your role in world trade, the strength of your currency, as far as like world trade, is your dollar worth more than everybody else's dollar? And how well y'all shoot? How strong your military? Now, if you could average out these numbers, you could tell who really up and who not, according to this thing again. And yo, and since these are measurable numbers, like you can you could look this stuff up, then you could tell if an empire rising or falling. You could tell where they are in this thing. You could tell how long you gonna be up. Of course, it's not like it's not a it's not a DeLorean, my nigga. Like you can't really tell the future, but you can measure these things. Like, yo, is I mean, are y'all strong? Is your work really that dope? Is people really buying your product? Are y'all really educating your kids? Are y'all really innovating? I mean, you were. Are you still? And hopefully you can see how that stuff is interconnected. Better education, you schooling the kids, means you probably going to innovate a lot of stuff. And if you innovate on a lot of stuff, that means you creating the best product. If you creating the best product, you going to make the most money. That, I mean, duh. So let's go back to the beginning. An establishing of a new empire, a new up, a new world order usually starts with some sort of big cataclysmic war conflict. If we going to use America, then let's do that. Uh, America started actually as a war. Duh. You know what I'm saying? That's where we started our incline. We started at a war and nigga, we won and we wasn't supposed to win because y'all do you got, I don't think y'all understand how big ball and big boss Great Britain was. I mean, like that little teeny island almost conquered the planet. And it's because if you know your history, nigga, they Navy didn't play. Like they, uh, Listen, they had wealth coming in everywhere. You talking about you talking about Mongolian silk with Indian spices and sugar from sugar from Haiti. You know what I'm saying? In a tea that they got from Persia. Nigga, like everywhere. We wasn't supposed to win. I'm saying we because I'm American. Because no, nigga, that wasn't me. You know what I'm saying? I would that wasn't my fight, cuz you know what I'm saying? Because I'm black. But you understand what I'm trying to say. America wasn't supposed to win that. You ain't supposed to take them out. Go again, going back to our first example. You little niggas ain't supposed to win this, but you did. Now, since you won and everybody saw it, people are like, like we said in the beginning, oh man, maybe, maybe there's a new bar, maybe everything cool. And don't nobody want to mess with you. Remember, I told you before again, it's just like when you jump in somebody, you gotta mollywop them. When you get you, when you get beat, you gotta mollywop these fools so they know don't come back again. But we this was a theory we talked about a long time ago with dropping uh these atom bombs. On Hiroshima and Nagasaki, it was like, this is the wrong thing to do if you have any sort of moral compass. But if you just talk in war, what you're trying to say is like, listen, we crazy. Don't don't listen. Try Jesus, not me. I throw hands. I'm crazy. Do not come over here. It's terrifying. You're like, damn, this is crazy. I ain't finna mess with them no more. So that's what happens as a nation. It's like, okay, cool. So there's a relative moment of peace and prosperity. What was happening in America? Oh, nigga, we was building cities. I mean, we was getting free labor from slaves. And you got to understand how much money. Listen, I don't think y'all look. I'm going to set aside 
the actual human atrocities that slavery was for a second. I'm just going to talk money with you. Uh, innovation was happening up north, right? With industrial growth, you know what I'm saying? Technology, all that shit was happening up north. Down south, they were called agrarian, where it was like, this is agriculture. Like, they growing cotton, tobacco sometimes, but mostly cotton. Let me tell you something. Do you understand that what cottons was worth, the gross national, how much money they was making on cotton was more than every other commodity in the States combined. There's so much money coming from cotton now, which meant that if you was Joe Blow slave owner, you was like, well, I know this sucks, but goddamn, it's a lot of money. And I mean, what we going to do? Cause I mean, I mean, damn, like I'm just one person. I know it's, I know it's awful. I mean, but like, I mean, shoot, this is just the way of the world. Slavery existed forever. And besides, then you start turning your brain into a pretzel because of how much money is being made. You're like, you know what? Well, maybe they built for that because they sure don't die. I mean, may, you know, and if we ever let them free, look, they try to kill us. They savages. So maybe we should just go on and keep them. As, that's the because the money too much. And if you already think these people ain't humans, look, you ain't got to listen. That's 100 percent profit. You ain't paying your wages, give or take the cost of the slave themselves. But eventually, which never happened before, once the slaves have kids, the kids are slaves. It wasn't like that nowhere else. So you you multiplying and you ain't got to buy a new one. Not to mention, you know, we talk, I make the comment about the gold rush. Who really made most of the money were the shovel sales. Listen, you selling slaves, nigga, you balling out too. It's too much money. So this prosperity happening and again, Again, we talking nation building here. Nigga, it's so much money coming in. We bought and it's so comfy. Don't nobody want to mess with us. We done. It was the seven year war. We done fought off the natives. We done fought off. We done fought off the British. Like niggas start getting comfy. And of course, this is not like a straight line because there was other half of countries like, nah, I don't think that's the way to go. You know what I'm saying? But as things, you know, we still, you still an upstart. You still figuring out, but you like, you balling out. Like niggas going to start taking you serious. By the time we get to World War One, World War Two, when we building shit out the brain, you know what I'm saying? The big five that built the country, you know, the Carnegie's, you know what I'm saying? The, the Gerald Ford's, you know what I'm saying? This industrial revolution. We killing the game. It's too much money. And so fool's getting comfy. Once you start getting comfy, you got to protect that comfortable. But also, it's all you know. At this point, it's kids that don't. Once you, a few generations after the Revolutionary War, there's people that don't know war. They weren't there for that. They was born into relative prosperity. There was this phrase that you learn. I learned from Dan Carlin. He was like, um, the uh, stone boots and silk slippers. You got the toughest nails people that fought for something. This is what I was talking about in the early, earlier. Fought for something to get us up and then you have kids and all them kids know is success. They don't know struggle. They ain't got to go through what you go through. All they know is prosperity. So they think you crazy for always being nervous because it ain't happening in their lifetime. And if it do go down, they think the world on fire, which is like current America right now. <laughs> they got time to contemplate the stars. They got time to envision better ways to do things. They got time to think about things like morality. You know, and if we should keep enslaving these people, they got time to do basically the 90s. If you was white and wealthy, just buy shit. That's all they did in the 90s. I'm, again, this is for the sake of this argument. Think about it, yo. Like that Americana, like the invention of a strip mall, a suburb, tract housing. That's because they like we fine. Nigga, everything good. You know, you remember like the... 
when you see the, the white people on TV and the milkman would come and they would just they were that's clean green energy you had glass bottles that you recycled nigga America had to be taught to throw shit away because we used to not throw stuff away you it's, there's too much money y'all niggas is comfy Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Now, if you know the money coming in, you're not worried about it. You can start borrowing. You can go and get the credit card. I know what I make a year. I know what we got. We good. It's fine. The crops always grow. We going to make the money. It's like, so you can start buying more and buying more on credit because you know what you're going to do. You know, look, we flushed, flushed, flushed with cash. It's all good. What you so worried about? It'll be fine. Swipe that card. We cool as an individual and as a nation. 
Yo, we good. Then you start diversifying, right? So rather than just buying a car, buy a house. You know what I'm saying? You buy some stocks. You feel me? You get it. You know what I'm saying? You get some gold bars. Put them away. You ain't just got to be flush with cash, nigga. Like, put your stuff in some other stuff. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? Like, ball out. You, you, you know what I mean? Like, put your money in a lot of different places. And all you got to do is put on credit because it's cool. I'm going to pay it back. Money coming in, right? Scared money don't make money. So you putting your money in these places. And what's happening is the wealth gap is growing because the people that's producing that money, the people that's doing the actual work, they not getting none of the none of rewards of what's coming from this wealth. Why they steady being told, well, it's the American dream. You could just work hard and you, too, can have this wealth. Well, this is the land of the free, the land of opportunity. And every man who's willing to work hard can succeed. Meanwhile, Jim Crow abounds. So you creating this wealth gap, right? Just like I said earlier, you know, we out here, you nigga, we out here on the corners. We out here, y'all living in these nice houses up out in the valley. You know what I'm saying? Like we out here on the corner. We the one catching cases. And you telling us we better not snitch because our life is only good because you giving us the little bit we got. You telling me I'm I'm better off because of you. You know what I'm saying? Let me just, you you know, if I do go do juvie, I do go five years. If I keep my mouth shut, fool, that's like a vacation. You know what I'm saying? Like, we'll make sure money on your books, everything cool. Meanwhile, you collecting dough this whole time. You getting richer and richer. It's creating a wealth gap. You know, these OGs, man, they just, you know what I'm saying? They, they not even out here in the field. We out in the field. OG, like, you just hate me because you ain't me. Little niggas is saying something different. This shit ain't going to keep, I'm not going to keep standing for this. But look at eventually all that money you spending, all that stuff you borrowing, uh, you got you keep increasing that credit limit, that black card. Eventually, you gonna have to pay that shit back because again, money has to be something in real life unless it's just paper. Remember, I told on the last one, on the last how much a dollar costs, money's not real no more. It's just whatever we say it is. It wasn't always like that. Money was a thing. It was gold. You take that dollar. And I'm just making up this number. And this dollar means I can get this much gold because it was real thing. And instead of buying just the gold bar, I'm going to buy a product. And I know this product is worth these many gold bars. And rather than me handing these gold bars, I'm going to hand you this. Because gold is a finite thing. We know what it is. And it sits in a reserve. But eventually, you borrowing more, you spending more than there is gold. Are we good? We good. You spending more than we got. So I said, you, you know what I'm saying? You putting these bricks on credit. You know what I'm saying? You, you 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 feel me? You promising shit you can't deliver. We ain't got it. Look, 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 look. Again, you out with your homies. You swiping your card knowing full well you going to overdraft that. But you good. The bank will just charge you the $35. You'll just pay the $35. You keep swiping at that $35 becomes $70. You understand what I'm saying? And it just keep adding up. You mess around, check your bank account. Your last seven transactions were now declined. You now overdraft $1,100. Nigga, where does, you, I, like, you, what, you, what you gonna do? You ain't got it. What nations do? Keep swiping. How do they keep swiping? Well, we print the money, remember? It's ours. You just print more. And what happens when you print more than what you actually got is it starts to become just paper again. That's called inflation. It's more money in circulation than we can actually back. You just writing checks. You just swiping your card. It ain't real money there. And at some point, the nation like, yo, we finna default on our loans because so this is what we gonna do. We gonna do this stimulus package. That's a nice way to say is we just gonna make up money. But before they get to the make up money, look, I'm gonna blow your mind right now. You know what fools do? They lower the interest rates. Oh, man. Oh, hey, interest are on a long time low. Everybody go buy their houses. 
or that's because they like, damn, these niggas not paying their debt. We done loaned all their money. They not paying us. Okay, uh, well, maybe if we lower the interest, niggas will start paying because we not getting their money. You could lower the interest rates to zero, nigga, because that happened. If I ain't got the money, I ain't got the money. You know what you do now? You just print the money. But the money don't mean nothing because we just printed it. And that, my friend, is inflation. It's because the dollar don't do shit for you because they just printed it. So you know what the wealthy do when you just make up money? They know, oh, the price of everything finna go up. And I got the bread. But the price of real shit finna go up. What I'm gonna do? I'm gonna buy this stock. I'm gonna buy these bonds. I'm gonna buy this commodity. I'm finna buy this gold. I'm gonna buy it right now because I know that's real. This dollar ain't finna be worth nothing. So let me get the dollars out of my hands because they not worth nothing. And I'm gonna get the actual shit into my hands because that's worth something. The rich get richer. And eventually, once this start happening, guess what? The natives get restless. Now the hood mad. Now the set mad because what what is we going to do? You done snatched up. Now I can't afford nothing. Remember I talked about the ice cream truck. My $5 don't give me the same amount of ice cream it gave me before. All right, well, pay me more. They like, oh, we ain't got it. We can't pay you more. What the fuck mean you ain't got it? Now, think of this as a nation. We telling, we telling China, you telling Russia, you telling all these, not Russia, well, yeah, Russia sometimes, you telling China, you telling Russia, yo, you telling China like, yo, let me buy, let me get 7 million of them uh, car chips, them car microchips. Japan, let me get 700 of them car microchips, 700 million of them. They like, all right, cool. Uh, that's going to be $9 trillion. You like, yo, well, uh, send a link, send a, send a square link. I'll just, I'll swipe my card and you going to swipe your card. That mug going to say processing, 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 processing. At some point, Japan going to be like, I want my money. Look, that's when the cartel dude from Mexico fly in and he like, yo, where my money? That's a nice house you got. I see. I see that. I see you shining in that car. I I, I see. Look, I see. I saw, that's a nice car you got outside. Nigga, that's a nice house. That's a nice beach house you got. So then what happens is like, yo, whatever wealth is here, it's not distributed right. The top 10% got everything. So this is happening now internally. So then some sort of like conflict happens internally where the nation is like, look, man, we like, look, y'all need to rethink this stuff out because we producing all the product and y'all making all the money. So then you have a, a call for the redistribution of wealth. I don't know if this shit is sounding familiar to you. But then you have another side that says, Wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. Everything's fine. We got this. Y'all need to stop tripping. How about y'all work harder? Hell, I did. You work harder. And how's that solved? Either with a civil war or a culture war that's going on on Twitter like we got it. Right. And what happens while that's happening? I know education suffers. I know the policing goes up because, look, military, that's not protecting your safety. It's protecting our money. The police ain't protecting your safety. They protecting that property. When when you when you got your sociopath in the hood that's just shooting, they protecting their interests. It's the block. Niggas ain't worried about you. They worried about the block. They worry you securing the bag. So you got to make sure that they money good. What do we call that? The military industrial complex. They need to be able to get their money. They need to be cool because everybody coming after us. And while we can't get our shit together on the inside, China watching. Somebody over there watching. They watching you fight inside. They watching y'all not be as smart. They watching y'all spending y'all time with a dollar that don't mean shit no more. 
Because y'all done got comfortable. Y'all ain't got the grit. You got used to being up. Y'all kids don't even go to college no more. Because it costs too much. And y'all can't even get the shit figured out. Because ain't no way, ain't no reason on God's green earth college should cost this much. And y'all don't know how to work no more because you expect the government to pay y'all's debt. Y'all falling off. Again, this is China's perspective or whoever's next. And what 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 happens is some sort of some sort of charismatic totalitarian, some sort of populist dude come up and he say, hey, listen, listen, I'm gonna fix this. I'm gonna calm everybody down. You just let's just just give me all the power. I'll fix this for y'all. I'm gonna give you some sort of peace. This is how you get the rise of these like dictators. You get the rise of these autocrats because they like, nah, it's cool. I'll fix your money. You know what we need to do? We need to muscle up and you muscle up on your own people to get them to chill and then you muscle up because you don't want nobody outside to think that there's problems happening. But there is problems happening because y'all not innovating no more. Y'all done got comfy. Y'all spending y'all money. You, you, you spreading your money too far. You fighting on so many levels. Look, how many, how, many, how many American outposts are there of the military across? We can't keep spending this much money. Why? Because we ain't got it. Nigga, we ain't got it. The money made up. China watching. China getting their act together. Russia trying to get their act together because Russia used to be up. And then what happens? Either we, while we fighting on the inside, somebody come knocking on our door and stretch us too thin. Look, that's what happened with Britain. Britain got stretched too thin. Great Britain got stretched too thin at the end of World War II. They couldn't pay their debts. You ain't got no money. Oh, we got it. We good. You borrow from us. But you got to pay us back, though. We up. So when you think about where we are in the nation, you got to ask yourself, yo, where are we? I don't know, man. We we ain't really educating our children the way we used to. Not like we ever really were. You know what I'm saying? I mean, all, look, anybody that got any sense with money done left the place. They they not. That's why it's like, build USA, buy USA. Nigga, you losing money. Nah, homie, why would I do that when I can get the work from China for half the price? And it's just as good. That don't make no good money sense. China been reverse engineering all of your innovation and they done figured out how to do it cheaper and I'm going to say this as callous as possible. Y'all worried about civil rights and shit. Nigga, we tell you to work. You work. Anybody with sense going to get what they can get for cheaper and just as good, if not better. Keep American jobs. Nigga, why? Like, you got to think of it like if it's just if it's just if it's just raw data, you got to think of it like that. Why? This one from over there is half the price. It costs better. And y'all printing money. Your money ain't even up no more. So where are we? I mean, we haven't done the big sell-off like Britain had to do at the, after like they printed their money. They had their Great Depression. I mean, not their Great Depression. When their their dot their pounds just started dripping, dripping down to the bottom at the end of World War II when they tried to print more and then inflation got crazy and it was like I can't pay my debts. This ain't real money. And you had this, like I said, somebody that when the when the cartel boss come in and say, "You all right? Give me that house. All right, give me that bike. All right, give me that necklace." That's the sell off. At some point, you got to you got to get rid of all your stuff because you got to pay these fools back. OK, that hasn't happened in America yet. We ain't got to full civil war yet, although the January 6th joint got real close. Ain't nobody actually yet has yet to pop off on us. But the wealth gap. Oh, that's there. The inflation. Oh, that's there. The stimulus. Oh, that's there. I just said I just read that uh, Biden giving eight million dollars. Billion dollars, eight million dollars to uh the Ukraine. Nigga, where you get that money from? 
because it's not real, y'all. Now, can our nation's leaders get together and actually do the hard things? I don't think so. That's the part I'm worried about. Like I said, every nation, grand opening, grand closing. But it don't mean we disappear off the face of the earth. It just means we just become just like every other nation, which we always were. Everybody had their moment in the sun. We'll be fine. But I think to shave off the uh, pain of all this, there's two principles that um, Dalio presents, which I have said so many times, which makes me feel vindicated. It's pretty simple. Make more than you spend and treat people fairly. Don't spend money you ain't got. If I wrote a financial book, it would be that. One page. Don't spend money you don't have. That way you ain't got to worry about none of the speculation shit. Don't spend money you ain't got. I know cost of living is ridiculous. That was like the one I said before. I know this is super easy. I'm just saying as a nation and as a whole, don't spend money you ain't got. And two, just treat people fairly. A wealth gap is unfair. Paying people below their wages before living below living wages is unfair. Just, I, I, just treat people fairly. Pay them what they worth and don't spend money you ain't got. I know it's not that simple. And I know this arc we just explained ain't exactly it. And I know there's a lot to disagree with. But I tell you what, though, it all falls down, y'all. The question is, how hard you gonna fall? And who did you smash on the way up? Because them niggas is watching. Little politics, y'all. Yeah, this here thing was recorded by me, Propaganda, in East Los Boyle Heights, Los Angeles, California. This mug was mixed, edited, mastered, and scored by Matt Osowski. I can totally say his name, guys. It was it was a shtick. He's going by Matt now again because he got into some legal situations with the name Headlights. Y'all know Common used to be called Common Sense. Y'all know Tip. T.I. was Tip. Sometimes it happens. Executive produced by the one and only Sophie Lichterman for Cool Zone Media and the theme music by the one and only Gold Tips, Gold Tips, DJ Sean P. So y'all just remember, listen, every time you check in, if you understand city living, you understand politics. See y'all next week. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody. 
and every body. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. 